tragedy has struck the area again. So before the I do the show, I wanted to recognize the loss of six warriors, um, six to nine, and two different reports coming out from the 160th. They were doing a training mission off post near Katy's, Kentucky. It's Trigg County, Kentucky. And accounts say they heard them flying low and then they heard a big bang sound and then the crash. Um, It's the worst nightmare for any military family. My wife found out first and she called me crying because so many times she worried that's what would happen to me because I flew around in them. I wasn't an aviator, but I was a, you know, a grunt. We were always on them, seat out. 18 people crammed in there like sardines with four crew members. And, you know, if it went down, everybody's dying. There's no way you could live because you're sitting on the floor. You don't even have a seat. These are the greatest pilots in the world. Um, They are the ones that do all the high-speed stuff at the dead of night with Delta and SF and Rangers. They're just amazing. So it appears to be mechanical, but that doesn't really matter to the family. So I wanted to honor them before we get into the stupid politics that seem to take over our country and stories like this just get ignored. I pray every night for the soldiers. I don't think people understand. The wars might be going away, but it's dangerous. Just training is dangerous. Just going to the back 40 and doing shoot houses or live fires or just flying. Stuff happens. People die. And uh, they deserve our our prayers right now. Um, they all do. So to honor the fallen, we will play taps as we always do. And then we'll start the show.
right here? Yes, sir. Down the ramp. And we have people lined up on the left over here. Uh, some union leaders and workers. Hey, guys and ladies. Your mark is going to be the blue one to the left. How y'all doing? You've got a blue mark, and that's okay. I got, I'll stay in my blue mark, and then I'm going to say... Women, they are the backbone of our democracy, and I stand on their shoulders. And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It's the 30th of March, year of our Lord, 2023. And that is our Commander-in-Chief and the Vice President unable to recognize conservative women and him having to be told like a fucking idiot where he's got to step. That guy wouldn't be doing it unless they knew that this guy is brain dead. I'm not going to be playing him laughing about the deaths. It's a cheap fucking red meat soundbite. I mean, he doesn't give a fuck about Christian children's dying. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody in a red state. He's a partisan Democrat. He spent his whole life just being a fucking piece of shit. He's a politician. That's why all these idolaters just drive me crazy for Trump, him, I don't give a fuck who it is. They're all garbage humans. I mean, why do you worship them? But anyway, but I will play that because it's horrible. So we're going to do a follow-up on the shooting. So much stuff's come out. Um, I set this show up yesterday, but last night our media completely ignored the trans insurrection in the Kentucky State House, which this is pretty insurrectiony. What the actual fuck was that? We'll get to Biden's numbers in a second, but people were doing this online. We still hear about the shaman. You will never hear about that dude with the devil hat. He's a nice individual. Yeah. It's not surprising. It's just not. And to this slide, 
We'll get to that one in a second. That's Biden's approval rating. And I, I just want to make sure before we go into all this trans stuff, he'll still win with 85, 86 million votes because they will do the secret cabal and do mail-in vet ballot. I just want you to remember, nobody likes him except for the adulterers, the demons, and the far, far left. Before we go into the ugly, I once again want to recognize these guys because they're badasses. One of them was a Marine. Um, And I want to get back into our stats because I I think what, what gets lost in most of this is the fact that This whole group is hounded with lies. And we covered this a couple podcasts ago. But this is why they are freaking the fuck out. Because they're lied to. Americans who claim to be transgender victim of 271 hate crimes will find out today we're not killing Christian children isn't a hate crime because we don't know the motive because we won't release the manifesto because we always do that with lives. That's why you don't know what happened to the Vegas shooting. That's why you don't know anything about anything. When it's a lefty because our entire government and the FBI and DOJ are lefties, we just bury that shit. But when it's a righty, it's front page. You know everything about it. All right. So there was 271 within that 177 cases where offenders' race was known. 81 offenders were black, 60 were white, 20 were Hispanics. There were two rapes and two fucking murders. And it's not even uh, talked about what what was the murder. We don't even know. So basically, all likelihood, all this violence they speak of and all that fucking shit, Yeah, it's an African-American that they need to be scared of. And I'm not talking African-Americans, but every time we dig into these stats about, oh, uh, Hasidic Jews are messed with or what have you, we find out it's not whitey. Also, other stats that the media wants to ignore because they are inconvenient 69% 69% of these motherfuckers don't use hormones. 84 have not had surgery. And 77% say they're just cross-dressers. Because it's a cool fad right now. Like straight edge. We also, from previous podcast, know that this is worse than anorexia among young kids. This cult of the left has made these kids think this is the coolest fucking thing ever. So, that's scary. Especially when there's evil people in there that are preying upon these people for political reasons. Another article came out. It was in the Washington Post County Kaiser Foundation. First, the study is the number of adults classified trans in the United States. The figure is actually not from the study, but from one last year done by UCA Williams Institute, which said that 1.6 million people age 13 above call this them trans with U.S. population of 303 million. That works out slightly below one half of 1%. It's less than what I've been saying. I've been going with the GLAD 1.7, so I want to have liberals argue with me. 
It's a very small group. 1.6 million include the significant number of young Americans between the age of 13 and 17 are increasingly calling themselves trans to the degree that reflect a certain amount of social contagion and not some new, never-before-seen biological reality. The total estimate of trans people in the United States is 1.6 million. It will shrink as the fad starts going away. Other facts and evidence. God, my slides are just a fucking abortion today. Okay. Prior to doing her evil, she tweeted. So basically, that post I made on here about you, that was basically a suicide note. I'm planning to die today. This is not a joke. You'll probably hear about it on the news after I die. This isn't my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another life. Audrey. Audrey, you have... so much to live for. I pray God keeps and covers you. Well, you know, because she probably was religious to some friends and she was atheist and demonic to another side of friends because she was a troubled chick. I know, but I don't want to live. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to upset you or get attention. I just need to die. I want to tell you first because you are the most beautiful person I've ever seen and know my life. This is my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another life. I know, but I know. Okay, it's just a repeat on the other side of the slide. So th- this is what her intellect was going into this. She wanted to die. It is what it is. We'll truly never see any of it because it's a protected group. The media and the left need this group to expand just like their CRT in school, there's a reason behind it. It is to get voters. You make little activists. There's been trannies that have actually admitted it. So before we start going through the weight, here are just some of them. Chank Unger saying you need to get it. Another lane saying this needs to happen. Another trans person saying this is the future. Fuck you, Christians. I wonder if the parents of the victims of the Nashville shooting today would still have their children if these trans bills in Tennessee were never a thing. I'm not a parent, but if I were, I'd be real, real mad at the government. I'd be real, real mad at the government. I'll be a little bit of a hypocrite here, but it's not. I'll explain why I'm saying it. I don't like guns. I would ban assault weapons in a second. I, we can go on and on about the gun control that we need in this country. And I always tell people, don't get guns, it'll make you less safe. I'm gonna make an exception here for trans people. They are actually in danger. They have had hundreds of laws passed against them. They have right wing media ginning up fear against them 24 seven. They are targeted more than any other group in America and if anyone should get guns, it should be trans Americans. Trans people in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans allies in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans women, if they lock you up for identifying as a woman, fight, resist. You're gonna die anyways, we're going to die anyways. It's time to fucking resist. Fight them, hurt them. If they put their hands on you, beat them. We are at an attack. It's time to fight back. Do you hear me? 
trans people in Tennessee, trans men, trans women, non-binary, fight. If they try to arrest you or have you arrested on a felony for existing, beat them, team up, gang together, get people who agree with you to come and fight. They seem like really, really stable people. They're really great. They're just awesome. Most of what we've gotten is what you will expect. Um, this is a NBC News article talking about the administration. And in it, they're saying they really don't know how much they want to get involved in this, but they know they're going to use this devil to push gun control. And then they went out and they pretty much said some heinous fucking shit. We're going to have the president talk lying again that an AR bullet explodes in your body and takes bodies apart. That's a total lie. Um, his Cabbage Patch doll saying they haven't ruled out confiscation. Um, a long speech by a congressperson. It'll be at the end because we're going to talk about that. And before then, the attorney general saying, basically, we're not doing it as a hate crime because we're not going to call it a hate crime because killing Christians isn't a hate crime to us. We're lefties. You know, I know you see on television, it's not just merely the, the weapon in terms of it's, that it's semi-automatic in effect, but the velocity with which it comes out of that muzzle what it does when it hits the body. Most bullets would go just straight through and out, leaving little, but it blows up once it's inside your body. You know, we need to act. These are weapons of war. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I have two shotguns. My sons have shotguns. You know, but our states, you know, everybody thinks somehow the Second Amendment is absolute. You're not allowed to go out and own a, an automatic weapon. You're not allowed to own a machine gun. You're not allowed to own a flamethrower. You're not allowed to own so many other things. Why in God's name do we allow these weapons of war in our streets and at our schools? The last presidential campaign, one of the Democratic contenders said that what he would do is come for AR-15s. Does the president support not just banning the sale and manufacture of semi-automatic weapons, but further than that, confiscation? Let's, let me just be very clear. What we're talking about, AR-15s, these assault weapons ban, they are weapons of war and they should not be on the streets across the country, in our communities. They should not be in schools. They should not be in grocery stores. They should not be in, in churches. That's what the president believes. Do you plan on, on opening a hate crime investigation for the targeting of Christians? The um, FBI and ATF are both uh, on the scene working with the um, uh, local police. Uh, as of now, motive hasn't been identified, and the police chief said at, the last, at his last press conference that they don't yet have reached a conclusion with respect to uh, motive. Ahead of Trans Day of Visibility, I rise in honor of a community that is being forced to fight for its very existence. I rise in honor of trans voices that deserve to be heard, not silenced, and not 
criminalized. I rise in honor of trans joy that deserves to be celebrated, not eradicated. I rise with unconditional love for my trans daughter, Riley. And I rise in solidarity with every trans American seeking nothing less than their inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. To stand in the way of that right is to stand against our most basic American values. But that's exactly what mega extremists are doing across this country, on school boards, in state capitals, here in the halls of Congress. Elected officials are using their power to undermine the freedoms and human dignity of trans Americans. And they're waging an especially vicious crusade on our kids. These attacks make me all the more grateful for the unconditional love that Mimi and Joe LeMay of Massachusetts have for their son, Jacob. Mimi and Joe have faced vitriol and cruelty from right-wing extremists, all because they heard, accepted, and embraced Jacob when he told them he's a boy. A few years ago, Mimi shared a letter she wrote to her son, and I'd like to offer a few of her moving words. You have, at the age of nine years, accomplished what many adults couldn't in a lifetime. In your courageous visibility, you have changed the course of your own history. You have turned strangers into allies and allies into advocates. Layered in my pride is my concern for you. I know your strength, but I also know how determined the forces are that have pitted themselves against you. I, I think she's a fucking cunt that you would do this after a trans activist just fucking killed all sorts of people makes me think you're a piece of shit like big time i don't care if my kid was trans or not it's not the time to put out the trans manifesto after a trans activist just swacked little kids think in the same terms i need you lefties to look at it like you would Christ Church, Dylan Roof, an evil piece of shit. The conservatives called evil pieces of shit. Independents called evil pieces of shit. Racists called him an evil piece of shit. And a congressman who's GOP gets up and talks about how important and beautiful racist pieces of shit are because that's exactly what that is it is a hate crime the definition of a hate crime is to kill people of a a group and right now you brag media that christians are becoming a smaller smaller group we're under 50 percent yay we've made a bunch of atheists because we like people who believe nothing I mean, I watched Tucker this morning, and I was going to play it, but I'm not going to. But he's spot on. They think they're God. Lefties, that's why I play the prog soundbite. I don't care about anybody else but me. That's 
who they are. They just think they're the most important people in the world, and you must embrace everything they think, believe, espouse, every thought that goes through their fragile little brains. You need to embrace it, and if you don't, you're a hypocrite, bigot, something, smear, smear, smear. That is unheard of. At no time in our history has somebody gotten up and given a speech like that after a major tragedy. Here's another analogy, liberals. After 9-11, getting up and going, Islamists, Al-Qaeda is beautiful, and I'm here for you. Omar probably did it when she wasn't a congressperson. She probably danced with joy. Tlaib probably did it. AOC probably did it. But they didn't do it on the fucking floor of the Congress. So the media got all up in this. I'm going to break in a few of these to talk because it is just a long litany of we need to take your fucking gun. Not felons or mentally ill people. Maybe people with gender dysphoria. Maybe they shouldn't have guns. No, not them. You, conservatives, give me your gun. getting a lot of attention and it's been circulating it's uh, a picture of congressman andy ogles who happens to represent the district in which the shooting happened it looks like a family christmas card and in it, it the family is i don't know if you can see in that image but they're all holding uh, big what appear to be some assault weapons the, and this is what the quote says, the very atmosphere of firearms anywhere and everywhere restrains evil interference. They deserve a place of honor with all that is good and they're surrounded by the Christmas tree. Wondered if you received that Christmas card or whether or not you did, what you think of it. Well, I'm not on his Christmas card list and I don't think it's appropriate. And I think the whole country can look at it and shudder a little bit and realize how inappropriate it is. Um, guns lead to tragedies and whatever your political feelings are we should not be celebrating the cult of the gun and uh, we country needs to pick itself up and say no to an assault weapons lobby that uh, again uh, is making it too available and too convenient and too first of mind for people to go out and commit 
terrible acts. Mayor, um, you know, you're just talking about that, like what can be done, and everyone keeps saying, well, they don't do anything in Washington. After Sandy Hook in 2012, Connecticut did something. They instituted universal background checks. They expanded the state's assault weapons ban, and they outlawed new high-capacity magazines. And here's what happened as a result of that. From 2014 to 2021, Connecticut saw a... It's, it's not just that we don't do anything. There are at least three Republican members of Congress who celebrate these weapons Mary's talking about, who wear AR-15 style pins on their lapels. Um, we have something more than inaction. It's the kids. And I got three things that come to mind, Nicole. Greed, unbridled greed that overruns any notion of the public good, gun manufacturers. I'm thinking about selfishness. Don't take away my guns, even though these families are losing their babies, even though people are being shot with bump stocks and, and weapons of war, I still have the right to my gun. To be damned, you're dead. Selfishness, selfishness. The second, the third, indifference. Well, it's not my baby. And we're letting some yahoos run around saying there's nothing we can do about this. Well, members of Congress put their little children on Christmas cards mm -hmm. that have AR-15s there. And like, does, is that what Jesus wants? Well, like these people, it's just another pure example. And we see it all the time. And this is also on the data. People who identify themselves as Christians who actually don't believe in the faith, that it's like Christian nationalism, which weirdly enough, bizarrely enough, ignores everything that Jesus said in the Gospels, and instead focuses on this, this hyper-individualistic, hyper-violent uh, set of facts that would even have one member of Congress whose name doesn't bear, doesn't deserve repeating this morning, one member of Congress telling constituents that if Jesus had an AR-15, he would not have been crucified. Hmm. Greed. The left. The trans industry is one gigantic pilfering. We'll get to this, but I, I want to cover a couple times. Us when we see transphobe. That was the moderate Arizona governor, Carrie Lake extremist. This is her chief of staff. That's what she tweeted. This was going on while all these people were talking about postcards asking the mayor of Nashville. That motherfucker is such a liberal piece of shit. I don't know how he gets elected. But you want to talk about greed and arrogance and just caring about yourself. It's not the dude who did a postcard. Yeah, that's weird. I don't do it. I'm gun culture. But you people do all sorts of shit that's crazy. The following person that was featured on Joy Reid to do creative gun blocks, she got down on her knees in kente cloth. We're talking a lot about guns uh, this evening. And, 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 you know, it is a reminder that when you were running the House of Representatives, you actually did do something in terms of passing laws about guns. Why are we now hearing this paralysis? Well, it is, uh, I think it's all about money. Big gun money. I'm not talking about lobbying money at NRA. That's one thing. I'm talking about big money in the gun business. These assault weapon bans are so lethal, so deadly, you can't even describe how they tear a body apart internally. 
and that we should have just have had another one yesterday. I mean, this week is so remarkable. Now, we passed the assault weapon ban in the 90s. I was here in the House. Chuck Schumer was our leader. We know how to get this job done with this bill. We just have to be able to get the Republicans to give us 60 votes in the Senate to save lives. They say, oh, well, it's politically this or that. And I say to them, your political survival is nothing compared to the survival of our children in their schools, in their playgrounds, in their wherever they happen to be. So we have to get this done. And I see this pen. It's a, a assault weapon ban pen that I got from the kids. There's something called Generation Lockdown. And these young kids, some of them were at the Marjorie Stone School, some of them other places, but young people who are taking the lead on getting an assault weapon ban. And yeah. one of them is in the Congress now, yeah. Maxwell. Uh, he's, Maxwell Frost. He's so wonderful. But I want this to be everybody's best piece of joy. Nobody in the history of the United States has been more divisive than that piece of shit. And they barely talk about the shooter. The ABC went through, I mean, you saw that montage of all the different guns. Lemon talks briefly, and I think I got that sound bite where he goes, well, we need to talk about the shooter. CNN, Julian Kennan encourages news outlets to ignore killers' transgenderism. Pronouns do not kill children. The guns did. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And and here, here's some more. They, they just... Just like this. It was just like two seconds. They found out it wasn't a white supremacist. They found out it was Christian kids. Get the gun! I've come to the point, and it's very difficult to even think that, that we live in a country where apparently we value guns over children. We Mm. value guns over the lives of fellow human beings. And it's very hard for me to wrap my brain around that. Because if we didn't... If we didn't feel that way, we would do something about it. Well, I just think I, I take my kids to the playground in New York, and they put padding on the playground just yes. in case they fall off the exactly jungle gym right. and don't want to get a bruise on your elbow. Think of the steps we take to ensure that our kids are safe, except around this one issue where we seem to have a block. Yeah, yeah. Guys, they're banning books in schools. Yeah. Books can't kill your children. They're banning some books in schools, but yet the rules are very different when it comes to guns. And it's just, we never want to take guns away from responsible owners. Right, but that's not right. what we're trying to do here. Right. No, I, assault rifles have no business in, in this society. You, you think about the generations before this. Yep. We would practice fire drills, yes. and earthquake drills, yep. and rarely, if ever, experienced one. Now kids today are practicing active shooter drills, yep. and they are going through active shooting. I want to show this moment, though, from yesterday on Capitol Hill. Senate chaplain, you know, is typically, this is a really rare statement to hear from him. This is what he said about what happened in Nashville. Lord, when babies die at a church school, it is time for us to move beyond thoughts and prayers. Lord, deliver our senators from the paralysis of analysis that waits for the miraculous. 
the paralysis of analysis that waits for the market. Yeah. Yeah. That's my kind of preacher, you know, make you a little uncomfortable sitting there on a Sunday morning. Like, that does uh, not happen very often. Doesn't happen very often. And, you know, it's interesting if you think about it. I don't know um, who names or can remove uh, the Senate chaplain, but I suspect if there were a different majority leader, his job might be in danger right now. Um, this is something that, you know, you wish more uh, clergy would do, which is take a chance, speak your truth, try and get people to feel a little uncomfortable and to take action. Um, I, I don't know if his thoughts and prayers are going to be any more effective than anyone else's here, because until someone takes action, we're not going to see uh, much in the way of change. But it is very good to see this. And, and frankly, it's something that would have been unthinkable a while ago. And I think for the audience, it's important to keep in mind that you know, uh, in the decade or so uh, since the, the Sandy Hook massacre, you know, you've got every town for gun safety, you've got Moms Demand Action, you've got March for Our Lives, you've got things like this uh, chaplain speaking out. Uh, it's good, this is going to come from, from below. You know, we, we've seen and we've exhaustively covered the fact that Congress seems to be stuck, paralysis. Uh, but there's, there's a groundswell, and that's how social transformation happens. You know, it happens gradually, and then it happens suddenly. And I, I, I am encouraged, uh, despite all of the tragedies that we're living with every day, that a lot of people are getting together and making clear that they're going to take some chances the way this chaplain did. There will be a time to talk about the legislation and the budget proposals that we brought forth even this year. But on this day, after the tragedy, I want to speak to that which rises above all else. The struggle is against evil itself. I think with respect to any um, discussion of legislation, it's premature. We pass laws and then they really have no effect. You've got to deal with what's at the heart of this. It's evil. Um, uh, some people would say demon possession even. The mental health crisis we have in this country, that needs to be the real conversation that we're having right now. The first thing they talk about is taking guns away from law-abiding citizens. Uh, and that's not the answer, by the way. Do you think there's room for anything with this Congress? I don't. Republican lawmakers say they aren't ready to talk about gun legislation or that there's no room for it at all after three kids and three teachers were killed at a school in Tennessee on Monday. The three nine-year-old victims now bring the total number of kids killed by guns in this country this year to 413. That's according to the Gun Violence Archive. And again, it is only March. Joining me now are NBC News White House correspondent Mike Memoli and Punchbowl News co-founder John Bresnahan. I want to start in Congress, so John, I'm going to begin with you. Um, I heard a new set of terms there, fighting evil, evil itself. Um, is that the, is that, has that replaced thoughts and prayers? Is that the new line from Republican House lawmakers at least? Here's a news flash. Uh, Tennessee went to permit list concealed carry because you said you were going to take the guns. There's an action and reaction in all this. You guys want to take guns, so states make looser gun laws. This is exactly what you did when Trump blocked the border. You became sanctuary states. When other states made laws that restricted the heartbeat bills or what most of America wants, 22 weeks, you said live birth abortion. But yeah, these people are garbage for doing exactly what you fucking do. Then we get into the ugly media things. And before we do, I want to play, 
I want to play what they're defending. So we're going to start with our bumper, and we're going to see Kate Spade made Dylan Mulvaney a spokesman for women wear. Hey, Blue, look at all these families. Hi, families. It's time for a pride parade. It all started with the first day of spring. I am at Kate Spade, New York to find the perfect spring outfit. Let's go. Kate Spade, New York is a staple in my wardrobe. And I think I absolutely need to have this as my spring bag. The mini bags are in. They're in. Let's go. You know I love pink, and I think the bag will go great with this. Let's try her on. You can always use another pair of heels, right? Here's the full fit check. I love a puffy sleeve, and I added some jewelry because more is always more. And honestly, I think I'm gonna wear this out of the store. So happy spring. I love ya. I love you, Kate Spade, New York. think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Yes, it is wrong, mushmouth. It's totally wrong. Then we have some motherfucking psychos. Where is the fucking... Did I fuck this all up? I think I fucked it all up. I had a picture of this person. Well, we're going to get to pictures because I got them. We have a psycho and a child having a grown man in a skirt do a lap dance. But Reuter said former Christian school student kills three children, three staff in Nashville shooting. Talk about bearing the lead. If you want my future, I'm gonna get you fast. If you wanna get with me, I'll turn your face into a mask. I won't be wasting this precious time. I'll get you in the dark and then commit this crime. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want your soul. That's right, I want your soul. Your soul. Your soul. Your soul. If you want to be a corpse, I'll bring you to my basement. That's right, I won't feel no remorse. You'll be like nothing left. If you want to be a corpse, you're going to give me your soul. Taking it forever, left to pay the toll. <laughs> NBC decided to go extra level fucking crazy. And they went all up into defending, right off the bat, the trans community. Not the Christian community just had people get killed. Not them. Fuck them. Fuck them motherfuckers. Believing in a God and shit. We're God. Fuck you. 
Fuck you and your God. Fear pervades Tennessee trans community men focus on natural shooters' gender identity. We were already fearing for our lives. Now it's even worse. Eh. We are terrified for the LGBT community here. Kim Spoon, a trans activist based in Knoxville, Tennessee, said, more blood going to be shed. It's not going to be shed in a school. Denise Sadler, a drag performer who's transgender, said she had already hired four armed guards. Now she's going to have eight. You don't know if the shooter's gender identity is going to be a trigger. At the end of the day, there's a lot of hurt going on. There's a lot of anger going on. During a news conference, police chief said, blah, blah, blah. There's some theories that it might be collected. We're investigating, but they're not doing it because they're going to side with you guys way more. And then we get to the end, and I think I bookmarked the end because it was so fucking devoid of anything. Jace Wilder, the education director for the Tennessee Equality Project, national-based LGBTQ advocacy group, said the suspect's gender identity does not change the horror of what they did, no matter their reasoning. It's unfair and appropriate to ask trans people to speak on this person as she lives they, the, uh, and the lives she took. We just like all our other Tennesseans are mourning. There is no politics I could possibly care about right now when children are dead. End of story. I pray and we'll stand with the families of all the victims and for peace for our community. And I hope we can all show up for them and each other in this time. Same people that said when a show host called somebody a slut, do you think I'm a slut? All Republicans have to answer for Trump and Santos. And when a white supremacist shoots up a church, and the theory is is because you're all racist. If you're conservative, you align with them. Well, you align with this person who just killed kids. But it's not fair to ask them those questions. Hmm. Then that wasn't good enough. I fucked my slides up so bad it's horrible. Some on the right blame gender identity and not guns for the Nashville shooting. It was a repeat of the same thing. Spoon. They've been saying for months we're worried about children. We're protest protecting the children from these drag queens. Now they're seizing on this. See, told ya. Like a damn in the shootings, he said she's afraid the rhetoric is aftermath will lead to retaliatory violence targeting transgender. I didn't sleep well at all last night. I'm worried after reading all these hateful comments. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Twitter decided to lock everybody you post. I posted it six times. Twice to Will Carlisle, the USA Today extremist reporter who said this wasn't extremism. Locking them out. Can't show that stuff. Mm -mm. She didn't care about that, though. Okay. Okay. More video of why parents are way they are. Why bills are being made. Here's a mom reading about a book. It's so vulgar, they shut her down. I got bubbles from a couple of episodes ago. I got the red tail hawk, and I have a minute and 30 seconds of children spouting off LGBT isms. Oh. 
Before my two minutes starts, I want to give any parent with a child in the chamber to remove them if they would choose to do so. No, start two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. I'm sorry. Can you can you go ahead and with your speech? Not until it's reset to two minutes. Your time has begun. No, reset it to two minutes. Alrighty. This book is gay by Juno Dawson was found in a seventh grade classroom at Collinswood Middle School. It was also on the ELA recommended reading list for seventh graders at J.M. Robinson. I'm going to read from chapter nine, the ins and outs of gay sex, starting at page 201, part one, boy on boy sex. Perhaps the most important skill you will master as a gay or bi man is a timeless classic, the hand job. Good news is you can practice it on yourself. The bad news is each guy has become very used to his own way of getting himself off. Learning how to find a partner's personal style can take ages, but it can be very rewarding when you do. Something they don't teach you in school is that in order to be able to come at all, you or your partner may need to finish off with a handy. A lot of people find it hard to come through other types of sex. That is fine and certainly not something you have to apologize for. A good handy is all about the wrist action. Rub the head of his cock back and forth with your hand. Try different speeds and pressures until he responds positively. A bad handy is grasping a penis and shaking it like a ketchup bottle. Finally, my misunderstanding about rubbing two peens together wasn't far off the mark. Rubbing them together in one hand feels awesome. Mega combo handy, trademark pending. It's no wonder that 92% of CMS graduating seniors aren't college or career ready when you're instructing them on how to give blowjobs and handies instead of teaching them how to add and subtract. Superintendent, you stated this book was, quote, brought into the classroom by a teacher with no intent to allow students access. Any teacher that puts material like this on his or her bookshelf is either is a bad teacher or a pedophile who grooms Thank children. You. Two minutes are up. Thank you. We I went to a very busy street corner on a Saturday afternoon in Asheville, North Carolina, and I took a big jug of bubbles, you know, children's bubbles that you would blow, very colorful bubbles, and I sat on a, a low chair, so I was eye level with the children. The children were loving the bubbles, they were enjoying them, and their parents would walk over. They were a little concerned about me because I looked odd to them, and when their parents would walk over, I would say, these are queer bubbles, and they're going to make your children queer. Not gay and lesbian, but queer, meaning that they're going to be healthy, happy, revolutionary queers. They're going to put an end to racism, misogyny, transphobia, and help change this world for the better. My name is Horace, and I'm a red-tailed hawk. In our world, I do have the body of a hawk, but while fronting, I consider myself a therian because I am in a human body, but my identity is still a hawk. Not all animal alters will identify this way, and I am, in fact, the only animal alter in our system who does identify this way. I am doing my best to come to terms with living in a human body. Everyone around the world should celebrate Pride. Pride means that you're special. Yeah. And loving. Yeah. And kindness. Yeah, Pride does mean all those things. So what what is Pride? About people who are queer and queers is two people of the same gender who have crushes on each other. Do you think kids should be at Pride? Yeah. Usually they mostly experience like in stories straight stuff. So it's good for kids to also know about queer stuff. 
I am non-binary. Yeah? I have the perfect cape for it. Your flag? Yes, 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 yes. It is uh, fantabulous. I don't care if any, anyone says no if this is not fantabulous, because it is fantabulous. It's a really fun experience being a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Do you have any advice for adults who are figuring out who they are right now? Of course. If you're not sure who you are, it's okay. Like, tell your, your parents, your friends, or anyone. I bet you they're gonna support you a lot. Like everyone should like have a fair place in this world. Do you think it's important to talk to kids about this stuff? Maybe if there's like a big group of kids, they can like spread the word. Oh, I, you think kids can get the word out? Yeah, I really do. It's important to talk to kids about this stuff because if you don't, you know, they could have made a big change that never knew about. Kids are very powerful. No brainwashing, none whatsoever. Nope, 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 nope. So then you got the uglies. Andre Carballa sees Oliver Goodwin's Nashville shooting and raises him a viler take. Today's cover of the Nashville shooter. It's an accurate transgender killer targets Christian school. Oliver Willis, a few months ago, I wrote about how Der Stumer, a pro-Nazi paper in the 30s and 40s Germany, laid the groundwork for the Holocaust by linking every crime to Jewish people. Anyhow, here is a front page of Rupert Mur Murdoch's New York Post today. Understand, in unison, the entire liberal network went with this. The YouGov sent me out a poll about Rupert Murdoch, not about... Do you think transgenderism is a problem in America? Do you think the shooter's transgenderism had anything to do with why she murdered Christians? No, that wasn't a survey. No. Rupert Murdoch. Other ones he did. The Nazi forefather of Fox News. Hmm. Somehow I... Don't think that's right. But our media was all in it. Just all fucking up in it. Former Christian school student kills three children. LGBTQ plus groups told Newsweek that publishing the manifesto from the perpetrator of Monday's school shooting could have serious consequences. Nashville police said it won't make the manifesto public during an open investigation. The head of a Christian elementary school in Nashville who was killed in shooting there on Monday was described by friends as smart, loving, and a rare female leader within a male-led religious culture. Oh my God, Christian bashing when Christians are getting killed. Hmm. New York Times, there was confusion later on Monday about gender identity of the assailant and the Nashville shooting. Officials had used she and her to refer to the suspect, who, according to social media posts and LinkedIn profile, appeared to be identifying as a man. Oh, we fucked up. Update. Police identified the suspect as a 20-year-old Audrey Hale, who they shot and killed at the scene. CBS News is still working to confirm. We don't know yet. I mean, we just don't know. It's it's tough. It, it's it's just really, really tough. You you just don't know. I mean, you just don't know. You don't know. You don't know. It could be a whole enigma wrapped. It. it it's just garbage. 
It, it is such fucking garbage. I, 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 as I put this together yesterday, I was just half laughing and half raging about how horrible our media is. I mean, they, if a lefty ground polar bears up, shoved penguins in the ass of the polar bear before they ground the polar bear up, they would somehow justify that that motherfucking polar bear had it coming. I mean, fuck me. Gee, crickets. And the funny thing is, we're not even halfway through all the ugly. We, we got all sorts of ugly still coming. It, it's all coming. It's not going to stop. It is nonstop partisanship. But from a break of a slideshow, here's an individual who said fucking horrible fucking shit. And what did he do? He fucking blames you. If you're angrier about my tweet regarding yesterday's shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, then you are about the fact that six people, including three kids, are now dead as a result of that shooting. Then we have a real problem here. I support people who pray if they want to pray, praying if that's important to them. But it doesn't prevent. You're a garbage human. Don't care what anybody says. I want to make sure we understand how this all goes down, how we've built to this. And I've done it for two podcasts now because it's just, this isn't just a, a one-off. This is what you guys have been pushing people with mental illness to do. NPR, the International Governing Body for Track and Field, will bans trans women athletes from elite women's competitions, citing a priority for fairness over inclusion despite limited scientific research involving elite trans athletes. Limited scientific dude, stronger woman. There's your whole thing. Georgia Governor Bill Banning, most gender affirming care for trans kids. Not. Hey, maybe we should take a pause. Maybe we should look at this whole trans thing because it's getting off the rails. It's a bit, little bit out of the, out of the, uh, out of the fucking norm. We really don't know what male cancer prostate, prostate cancer drugs that give men tits will do to a young boy. There's not enough data. Nope. Full roam ahead. And once again, I just want to show them. That's that nightmare. People said, well, he looks better than this. That's how they did it. There's your red tail hawk. Tell me that person doesn't have some serious fucking issues. Here's that guy. I'm going to be your mommy and your daddy. There are a lot of them doing that, and that's what's pissing parents off. That train wreck. Remember the paper, dude? We played this like ages ago. It was in 2021. Doing a dance. That kid. Yeah. Probably problems. Probably huge problems. I don't know. Maybe I'm it. Since Buttleg and his husband Chase's adopted newborn twins, the Democrat and his family have been repeatedly criticized and mocked by Republicans. Well, he's been criticized for being a fucking piece of shit. 
as a transportation secretary and taking three months paternity. Paternity. It means we birth. We birth. Most places don't let the father stay for three months. He's the farmer. Chastens the woman. I mean, is it me? Is it me? I don't know. Bruners again. I just the Christian killed the Christian. It just kills me. Just kills me. And then they outright just get all up and shit. I mean, some of this stuff, wow. Fuck me. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Hate has consequences. Transport group blames GOP anti-trans legislation for Tennessee school shooting. Calls Audrey Hale death a tragedy and demands media call shooter he him. Trans Resistance Network. The people that are doing the Trans Day of Vengeance. A fringe group with 3,300 followers who views their private Twitter account issued a statement on the national shooting. Audrey Hale was identified police transgender, blah, blah, blah. The network says Hale acted because he felt they had no other way and its consequences. Blah, fucking blah. Let's get to their fucking tweet um did i get the tweet i think i got the tweet let's put it up because no i didn't get it that kind of sucks here is their uh manifesto gonna read it trans resistance network has been notified the shooters involved church blah 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 while it's not our policy to engage publicly with news media we believe this moment calls for a thoughtful response from our collective this is some failed out fucking journalist or Lawyer, The first tragedy today is the loss of life of three children and adults. We extend our deepest sympathies. There is nothing we can offer to comfort them, blah, blah. The second and more complex tragedy is that Aiden, or Aubrey Hale, who felt he had no other effect way to be seen, lashed out by taking life of others and, by consequences, himself. Oh, my God! The shooter died. That's horrible. We do not claim to know the individual, have access to their inner thoughts and feelings. We do know that life for transgender people is very difficult and made more difficult with the preceding months by a virtual avalanche of anti-trans legislation. I'm not reading anymore. Go fuck yourself. More Newsweek. LGBT groups told Newsweek that publishing the manifesto for perpetrator Monday school consequences would have serious consequences. National Police said it won't make the manifesto public. I want to make sure you understand that. The amount of white supremacists is less than 1.6 million. You make their manifestos out. You make it that everybody who is a non-prog, every white person for the Jamel Hills, and all the other race hustlers. We're all fucking white supremacists. You wouldn't hold back. How about the media covering the fight back? Are learning to fight back. This whole article with that freaky kid I showed you, it is so awesome. They're arming themselves. They're all arming themselves. It's great. And the NGO, who got banned for putting up that manifesto. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. They're good people. Those trannies, I like them. They're good people. They're fucking fantastic. 
This comes from a professor, so you understand why they're getting this. So here's what I think about free speech on campus. Although I do not advocate violating federal and state criminal codes, I think it's far more admirable to kill a racist, homophobic, or transphobic speaker than it is to shout them down. Exemplary historical figure in regard to Solomon Schwarzman, who assassinated anti-Semitic butcher or Simon Puba. Rather than trying to shout him down, remember that Schwarzman was acquired, acquitted by jury and found his actions were justified. He got fired because he's just... Garbage. Friday, this Friday, LGBTQ plus youth across the U.S. will be marching for their autonomy, led by Queer Youth Assembly. Youth organizers are planning marches on action in all 50 states. It's Trans Day of Visibility. That was all over the fucking place. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. This is a Antifa, which doesn't exist. Preacher. It's just a thought. It's an idea. Remember, USA Today told you that. These white Christian devils went from thoughts and prayers to actively calling for revenge and violence as soon as they saw the mass shooter was one of their own for the first time in history. Keep that same energy for the daily white cis incel mass shooter. See, we're not going to acknowledge that. uh, Yeah, why would we? Yeah. Governor Sanders and House Republicans have chosen to make our beaches, restaurants, schools, grocery stores, parks, and everywhere else we go more vulnerable to gun violence, said Wendy Malloy. We will end gun violence in America. Okay, but we're not going to take the guns away from the people that are on weird-ass drugs. This piece of shit. 28 hours later, after a mass shooting in a Christian school, still zero journalists highlighting or quote-tweeting this from Arizona Governor Press Secretary. Hey, Jake Tapper. Nothing. She protected her sweet tweets. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And understand, they banned, censored uh, the guy that spoke. Very surprised that there would be mass shooting at Christian school given the lack of prayers often blamed for these horrible events. Is it possible they weren't praying enough or correctly despite being a Christian school? That was a soundbite I just played. That dude. It's your fault. You're a piece of shit. 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 Piece of shit. They're awesome. You're garbage. Other ones that I got to get in that I somehow missed getting in because it was a long ass show and then I got more stuff. Understand. All right. Understand. God damn it. Daily Wire, you suck. You're always using fucking shitty ass ah, fuck. Shitty ass fucking software that I can't bogart, so I got a screen print. The Trans Day of Rage. Fucking up my next section. There we go. Media see this. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. One of the groups behind the upcoming Trans Day of Vengeance had been raising money for firearms and weapons training. Daily Mail covered it. Adam Kayla Dinker is the trans person on the left side in Daily Mail's report. Dinker is ex-military and an Antifa mentor. 
Antifa doesn't exist. It's a... It doesn't exist. Then, because Armenia reported it, most likely, not, hey, we see you, you fucking transphobes. Nope. Nope, that, that's not it. Where the hell did it go? Ah, there it is. They made him take it down. In total, MTJ, Knowles, MRC, and Andy Indio were all banned until they removed the tweets. Then... To show that we literally nothing, nothing has changed. Not a fucking thing has changed on Twitter. They went back and they blocked out everything. Blocked it all. Because, you know, it's their team. Then you have tweets like this. They stayed up all day. There was nothing wrong with it. I hope it was Republican that lost their lives. One good thing about gun violence is it occasionally wipes out full Republican families in one fell swoop. I would like to thank congressional Republicans and the NRA. Yeah, he's nice. Mm-hmm. NHL Commission says League will evaluate future Pride Nights after player protest. It becoming a distraction. He'll get dogged from that. And then a lot of people are asking, and I know I asked this in the last show, but it's still worth really questioning. What about this? We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Right. Well, the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, and, and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's the yeah. truth. Very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But We're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well, it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run with it. Yeah, that's the worst. She's joking. just kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about... Let me ask... <laughs> Let's move on and talk about Jane's activism, which is yeah. legendary. Are there any comments on that? I mean, is the media even looking at it? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, why would we? Same team. I... I I just sometimes. 
So then there was one positive that I found doing the research for this show, and it just kind of popped up. And I'm having a hell of a time trying to get my screen shot. A half-eaten burrito got us people that hit a pregnancy center. That's kind of cool. Daily Wire covered a lot. Um, dance party fundraiser. This trans vengeance, it's it's coming. We're going to see it, and it is going to be covered if it is. Um, like nothing was wrong. They just need visibility because you're all bigots. Article from The Spectator. Nashville school shooting brings out the worst in our media. For the finger-pointing pundits, the blame-seeking could backfire. And, you know, they're right. They're 100% right. They just don't seem to get it. I, uh... I'm actually not shocked, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked by this stuff because th- this is this this is where we go. Th- this is this is literally this is how we are as a nation. It, it's fucking horrible. So let's get into our top six. We spent an hour and twenty on this or an hour. Here is Joe Rogan bashing the media. And I love him for it. Like one of the greatest examples that's happening right now is this massive protest in France. Massive protest in France. Nine million people on the street. Literally up This is about arms. the social security change? Yes. Yeah. Ma- Macron in France yeah. takes his fucking $80,000 watch off under the table while he's talking to people about tightening up and about how, you know, about how, you know, th- this has to be done. Like it's... He, the guy's wearing a fucking. Uh, find out what watch he was wearing, because you're a watch head. You would <laughs> like this. But the fact that this dork thought it was a good move to take his fucking watch off under the table, and then there's the the protests in Israel, enormous protests in Israel, F- millions of people on the streets, yeah. and you're not hearing a fucking peep about it. You know, all it is is like January 6th, January 6th. Did you see what they did? January 6th. Trump is coming back, but January 6th looms large. How about the fact that the guy who's the president right now can't form a fucking sentence? He makes up words and stumbles through things. and No one says a goddamn thing about it. Our next one is a Democrat candidate. With her closing ad being, vote for me so blind kids could be killed before they are born. Don't think we've ever heard a more progenic, anti-disabled TV ad than this one in American politics. Let's listen. Your health complications with my baby when I was pregnant. We made the decision to have an abortion so our daughter wouldn't suffer. Dan Kelly doesn't believe that women should even have that freedom. On the Supreme Court, Dan Kelly will uphold the criminal ban on abortion. Someone you love might struggle with a pregnancy like I did. 
And that's why we can't have an extremist like Dan Kelly on the Supreme Court. She seems like a nice person. Our next number three soundbite, GOP are real socialists who hate you for being Latino. Sunny Hostin, one of the idiots on The View, says she has no issues with China keeping Muslim in concentration camps because a lot of black people are in jail in America. I had a hard time between this and that Rwanda is a better country than America. She had a lot of hot takes because her side was on the ropes this week. So what does she do as a garbage human? Punches back. <laughs> but we need more than laughter. You know what we need him to say? What? what? We need him to say, let me tell you what socialists do. They attack the free press. They attack political opponents. Mm. They attack private businesses. Guess who's doing that in America today? Right, right, right. And so as a woman of color with a six foot two black kid in college and a five foot seven, five foot eight black kid in high school, I don't see that part of American exceptionalism. I'm sorry. I think this country has a lot of problems that could be solved. Yes, maybe they're putting uh, Muslims in jail in Afghanistan, I think you mentioned. And China. China, They're putting a lot of more black people in jail here. But can I ask... Which brings us to our lighter fare. Got some good sound bites today. I mean, I I did some searching for it. But I want to get some of the slides. This is real. An alien mothership lurking in our solar system could be watching us with tiny probes, Pentagon official says. That just, wow. And then, of course, you've all probably seen it because the media is obsessed with this Gwyneth Paltrow thing. I don't know a lot about her. And then I started searching, and I don't want to know. Rectal ozone therapy. Claims to boost immunity, kill off bacteria, and play blood flow. You shove ozone up your ass for 10 minutes. And she took pictures. She's an almond parent. Which means she tell them just to have a almond. Here's your snack, honey. She sold candles that smelled like her vagina. So yeah, there's that. Lawyer quits, becomes only fan performer, makes more money. Gonna cover this in the end. Teen attempts to carjack, but they don't know how to drive manual transmissions. None of these kids learned how to do it. Doesn't surprise me. And CNN always in for the left, pushing ramen for breakfast. I lived in Korea. I didn't have ramen for breakfast. Which brings us to our soundbite. Soundbite one. Soundbite one. Adam Sandler on remote control. Didn't even know this. Of 72 Whooping Cop Lane. 
Um, um, excuse me. All right, round two. Round one uh, had its uh, high points and low points, kind of like a bad marriage. Uh, Peter amassed 25 points, Richard 20. Kirsten has yet to score, but anything can happen if the points are double. So watch out for off the air, though. And uh, Kirsten, a couple right answers, you're right back into it. Richard, you have control. All right, Ken, I'd like channel seven, please. <laughs> okay. Oh! It's a visit from Colin's misguided brother, Stickpin Quinn. A little music <laughs> trivia. Hey, Stickpin. Yo. How are you? Nice to see you, Kenny. And nice to see you in the daylight, man. What uh, a treat. Uh, you think I'm interested in what you're saying? Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, God. You know, I went to New York last week, and I had a great time. Real good time. I had one of these tour guides who really thought he knew everything, and but uh, he didn't know how to fly when I chew him off the Empire State Building. Ah! Uh, but it did uh, remind me of that uh, David Lee Roth album. What's the name of that, please? <laughs> Kirsten. Crazy from the Heat? Ooh, sorry. Uh, Richard. Eat him and smile? No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> don't even ask. <laughs> uh, 4 p.m. You know? No, how about you? Yeah, yeah, I get it on a card here. Uh, go ahead and read it. Yeah, skyscraper. <laughs> what do you want to do, Richard? Uh, get him out of here. Let's whoa. go to channel four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, just, really, just take it easy. It's, it's it's yeah, all right, man, it's okay. You all right? Yeah, I'm cool. All right. Was going to do a military corner, but the shooting went long, so I couldn't do one today. So in its stead... Here is one of the coolest fucking videos. It's three minutes and 45 sec seconds of a F-35 winging up a mountain in snow with a bunch of cameras taking pictures. It's so fucking cold.
And our last liner fare is a truck fall, a truck loses a gigantic wheel. It's a Chevy Silverado. A Kia gets hit by the wheel. The Kia gets fucking launched in the air at highway speeds. It is the most horrific thing I've ever seen. It'll be soundless for audio. Sorry. There's no sound. Which brings us to our This is America. First, a African-American mom and a school board ripping dead ass. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. Don't catch you slipping, no. Look what I'm whipping, no. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. Don't catch you slipping, no. Look what I'm whipping, no. This is America. My name is Coffee Monska. I'm an attorney, wife, and mom to three boys, two of which are in high school. This bill requires that schools teach ethnic studies starting in kindergarten, and I am against this. You might ask, why in the world would a black person speak against ethnic studies? Because not everything that sounds good is good. The definition of ethnic studies right there in the statute says that there's a connection between a person's race and their stratification. The bill tells kids of color that they are stuck in a caste system based on their race. It also tells kids, and I quote, that institutions chronically favor white people and disadvantage people of color. I'm sick of everyone denying the enormous progress we've made in this country, acting like it's 1930. We used to have a race-based system. We got rid of it, and now you're all trying to bring it back. This curriculum will not help kids of color succeed. All it does is remove any reason to try. And I repeat that, it removes any reason to try. And this is not some theoretical crap. This stuff happens, these messages are very harmful. Just last month in my high schooler's band class, the teacher took 20 minutes at the beginning of class to talk about anti-racism. He told the kids to look around. And then he said, the black boys in the school would likely not live to retirement because of racism and the police. Another furious kid of color recorded this conversation. And so I was able to hear it for myself with my own ears. If this law is passed, teaching this hopelessness to kids of color will be mandated started in kindergarten. And I can see why you white proponents of this bill might support it. It's not your kids being told that they can't succeed and you get to shed some of your white guilt in the process. But you legislators of color, how can you? You made it despite the invisible boogeyman of systematic racism. You were voted in by a majority of white people. You hold some of the most powerful positions in this state. Yet you wanna tell my kids and other kids of color that they can't succeed? It's shameful, it's terrible. I ask that you please vote against this bill. Thank you for the Then there's the view with Joy Behar saying the quiet part out loud.
major, you know, national sit-down interview. That. And then secondly, you don't beat Trump by not going after Trump. I want to see him take a punch at Trump and how phys not, he's not, not physically. Gonna, he's going to miss because because he's a dweeb. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I, I just... DeSantis is what they call a dweeb. <laughs> and and Trump is the one who needs to get the nomination because then the Democrats will win. He's a, he's a two-time loser already. A risk? Hello? But he also lacks... <laughs> loser! To our stories, and I'm going to have to make this quick because i got a telemed. Soros pours millions into Wisconsin's Supreme Court race. This is actually Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. It is a gannet. I am impressed that they even covered it. Build the ban TikTok. We're going to go into it more depth, but it doesn't look good now. It just doesn't. $760 million is missing a COVID monies, you know. Some colleges are deciding not to go with grades because why would they? That story about the African-American family, the NAACP is still pushing and saying it's racist when they were drug dealers. Agatha Christie is being desensitized with wokeness. That's great. DOJ discouraged marshals from arresting illegal protesters at Supreme Court Justice Holmes, Senator says. I'm going to cover this in the beginning of next show, but there are sound bites of them talking about the debacle in Afghanistan. New York Times Union stages protests inside the paper. 60 Minutes Australia is doing a segment on Thabies. We will do it next podcast. CNN political analysts. North Carolina Republican-controlled state house repeals state requirement that someone obtain a permit before buying a pistol, overriding Democratic Governor Coeg Coopers. On so many fronts, the states with unified Republican control of government or veto-proof legislator majorities are building a nation within a nation. This was the first TikTok that the Washington Post did. Tell me they're not biased. Hey, Mr. Washington Post TikTok person? Yes, student? Who are they? People your school district have hired or trained to deal with a historic flood of records requests. Who's submitting these requests? Well, we are. Dad? Parents, community members, and attorneys for education associations are asking for curriculum documentation or contents of email. They're concerned about what public schools are teaching about race, gender, and sexual orientation. Resources are being shifted away from students' academic needs at the exact instant America is facing falling test scores, a teen mental health crisis, and a teacher shortage. And because of how much time and money is needed to process these requests, they're changing what schools are spending their funding on. I am very tired. I almost want to vomit when I hear the word redaction. And yes, that is an exact quote from the article this video is based on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fuck those parents. Bunch of jackasses. It is now 10 o'clock. I waited for uh, one hour to have a COVID clinic in Vanderbilt. Just listen to me and take notes because they don't have a clue. She said I look better. I am. I'm much healthier than I was, but uh, yeah, that's not the answer I was looking for. So um, an article that I really wanted to cover. Um, my best friend died from loneliness. White working class middle-aged Americans are one of the only demographics in the world that has seen its life expectancy fall. But Mike wasn't just a statistic. And um, 
You know, it is a very good article. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just, I wanted to cover the last stanza of this that, um, you know, it hit home with me and by no means was, you know, at one time, um, Scott Carl was a very close friend. But as an all-military relationship, it's sometimes you, you ebb and flow. You live in different areas. You, know, you don't keep in touch as much as you should. But his loss hit me really hard as I articulate on the show. Because he was everybody. He was Sid Brookshire. He was Troy Jenkins. He was all the guilt I had that I lived in these dozens of people that I knew of, some close friends, some served with, but I knew of them. They didn't. And was I living my life to its best and their honor and things like that? So the ending of it is, it's strange to live in the echo of all this loss. It's strange to be in academia. I teach history at a small Catholic school in Erie, Pennsylvania, Gannon University. My focus is American liberalism and genocide studies, and the truth is, I don't belong here. I applied to 200 schools for landing an academic job. My wife, Sam, and I have a daughter and tenure and a dog and a mortgage and each other. During the pandemic, we moved my mom to be near us. She lived a mile and a half away and eat dinner with us four nights a week. I worry, like everyone from a broken place, about losing everything. We try to anchor ourselves to each other, if not our God, and borrow through whatever happens. But I know that part of burrowing, I read it wrong, and burrow through whatever happens, but I know that part of burrowing is shutting out what we don't want to see. I know there is but a microscopic film separating Mike and me. If I ever forget it, this voice, or really this Ongman of voices, smirking, drunken, vengeful, furious, reminds me not to fly too close to the sun for fear of tumbling all the way down. It hit me because post-pandemic, we were all different. We've all changed. I have a mother who doesn't want to leave her home for fear of everything. We don't do as much as we used to. Financially, COVID ruined us. Wife lost her job. I lost my job. The only thing that saved us was my pension and disability, which we used to put in a bank. We didn't live off it. But then that bank started going away and we had to sell a bunch of stuff. We all got in our bunker. And you know, in the Army, my whole life in the military was get in your bunker and just worry about your sector of fire. If you're covering this sector of fire and everybody does that, we, we have 360 degree security. We don't need to worry about what's happening on the other side. Just, just focus on yours. But that doesn't work in life. And we've gotten to a point where we're all just so focused on us. Our contact with other humans is on the internet. And that is a thin point that even I on this show am part of where we, we, 
We say a whole group is something because of one person's action. All mega are January 6th. All transgenders are the shooter who I won't say her name in Nashville. And that's not true. But we live more digitally than we do in reality. And our contact and communication to people, even in reality, is becoming digital. Where we're terse, short, pointed, saying things we never say before. And a lot of things are lost. My focus for these last two podcasts is to point out how hateful and truly vengeful the left is. And I, in my heart, believe it. Because all my contact on the left and in person with this sort of people and a daughter is they hate Christians. That family is garbage to them. It stands for everything this country was. And when people talk of it, instead of understanding what they're talking about is that we used to care about our neighbors. We used to be community. Where I live right now, there's gay, blacks, fucking every gamut, every demo is in this neighborhood. And at one time, nobody gave a fuck. But sometime during 2012, the people that we used to talk to all across the street, who were big-time liberals, decided because we put up a Romney sign in our yard that we were evil. And the story I told on here is that our dog ate a rubber of an African-American kid that had fucked their kid in our fucking house. And I had gotten angry about it. So my daughter told them and then they said to everybody in the neighborhood that we were racist. Because we got mad because a black kid was in our house. Which wasn't what we said. It pissed me off that that dog licked my face after eating the black kid's jizz. It could have been a Martian kid. I don't want jizz on my face. That's when everything started changing. Then 2016, it just fucking blew up. There was a huge divide. And in every form of popular culture, this was evil. Every demo that wasn't this was awesome. We then went into everything is racist. Everything is transphobic and homophobic and sexist and xenophobic. Securing the border is evil. Letting them all in is good. That inundation a hundred times a day from every form of media you ran into got us a guy who stole an election from a basement. 
He didn't purposely do it, but the media did it, and the secret cabal did it, and 80 voting laws got changed without votes in the House and Senate of states, and they jobbed it. Because the other guy was a threat to democracy. And now we're going to another election, and the guy that might beat that guy is a threat to democracy, and they're trying to put that guy in jail so that there is no election. You know, you can't even vote for him. And now we have Trans Day of Vengeance because parents found out because of what they did in COVID by locking us all in and having to see what teachers were telling kids, went to school boards, said stop, and then voted the school boards out. And then they went to their senators and their congressmen from their states and said, I want laws. I'm done. I don't want my kid ever seeing that shit again. They shouldn't see blowjobs. He's fucking five. But the media carried it that it was anti-trans. Don't say gay. Don't teach slavery. All these lies came out. And all these little minority groups who are all about themselves, who aren't mentally stable, and I'm not talking all of any group, I'm saying these activist minority groups, they started getting eviler and eviler and eviler. And somewhere in there, a baseball game got shot up by a Bernie fan, and we blamed the guy who was the president at the time because of his rhetoric, and we just buried it. And then a whole summer we burned shit down because a guy swallowed meth and was dying and a cop put his knee on the back. But that was everybody in America. So we said it was okay to burn down police precincts and federal courthouses. And Portland turned into a fucking hellscape. And reporters got mashed for fucking even reporting what the cops were going through. And then we just stopped reporting altogether. And then Antifa wasn't a thing. And it's just an idea. And then we have Trans Day of Vengeance. And we have trans taking over capitals. And those are good people. So we don't even report on it. We, we ban people that are reporting on it because that's just evil. In a million years, I never thought I'd have a conversation with a USA Today journalist that just happened. And I, I've commiserated it for three shows because it still blows my mind. Antifa doesn't exist, and that's not extremism. And two days later, a trans person shoots up little kids. And the media says a Christian did it. A media said we're not using the right pronouns. These little groups told police not to release the manifesto, and we always release the manifesto for white supremacists who are extremists, but we're not going to release this. And it'll turn into Vegas, and we'll have no fucking idea why. And it doesn't really matter, because there were white people at a country music festival in Vegas, and these are white people and Christians. Fuck them. Christianity is evil. It's all connected. And if we don't get out of our bunkers, and if we don't all just stop worrying about our causes, it's just going to get worse. Yes, there are people now looking at trans people going, I don't trust you. Because we go online and you say hateful things about everybody who don't believe in your religion, because that's what it is. 
You've made your own religion. That's fine. Most of us don't care that you have your own religion. And the religion is you. We only care when you start telling us we have to pray to your religion, which is you. We have our own religion. We don't ask you to do it. Yes, at one time, Christians were fuckheads when I was a kid. That time is gone. There are very few Christians out there saying you must do this. Very few. Most Christians, because of the atmosphere, don't even talk about their religion. I don't. I pray every morning and I pray every night. On my walk, I talk to God. Before I eat my food, I talk to God. When I go to bed, I talk to God. I don't expect anybody to do that. I don't even care who your God is or if you don't have a God. It's none of my fucking business. But we've demonized this group. I've covered it every show. The war on Christianity. I just did a podcast a couple weeks ago. And I'm just a dude in the bunker. I'm not smart. I'm not a college-educated person. I'm not worldly. I'm just a dude. But if I can see it and talk about it, and then it happens, and if this little Bush League podcast that started in 2016 talking about this fringe trans shit, and now we're living where the trans people are part of the administration and we're passing laws that dictate you must. I mean, parents lose their kids over this. If I can see it, well, then everybody can see it. And we're all looking at it. And it's scary. What we become is scary. And if we don't get out of our bunkers and start interacting with people and somehow come to a realization that we got to go back to the old America where you do you and I do me, we're fucked. I'm almost 100% certain everybody who listens to this show is that. But we're the minority now. And I might be a hypocrite because I cover it, but I cover it because these people are dictating popular culture and dictating what we must believe. And that's wrong. There will be more blood. Yeah, those trannies are right. But from my bunker, even if I step out of the bunker, in the last seven years, the blood has come from the left drawing blood on non-lefties. I don't care what all these experts say and these niche journalists If there is white supremacist Nazis all over the place beating up on trans people, we would see it. 
and the stats wouldn't be 277 incidents that were construed as hate, all perpetrated by 60% black people. That statistic, I keep hammering it, but it shows they're just lying. Just like they did on this shooting. If the left doesn't pull back their rhetoric, and that's social media, that's the media, and that's the Democratic Party, if they do not pull back and stop scaring everybody for elections and saying there's a threat to democracy and all the horseshit they say and coining terms like white Christian nationalists, if they don't stop bashing on Christians... What's to say they don't start arming themselves? And I will tell you, there's a lot more Christians and there's a lot more non-progs than there are trans. There's only 1.6 million of you. Because we just watched a trans person say they couldn't take it, so they killed people. And if your theory is right, which the left says that everybody's unhinged, who doesn't believe in open borders and three-month-olds getting sex changes and aborting babies in kindergarten, well, then there's it's going to happen. If I could just be king for a day, I would get every Democrat, every media person in a room and go, you got to stop. Your fear-mongering has gone too far, and it's now dangerous. They always point at Trump. Most of us don't have truth social. I don't know what he says. So you're saying he's saying violent rhetoric because you published it. None of us knew. Most of us in 2024, if he's the candidate, won't want him, but we can't have Biden. That intro video is unfucking believable He's mentally incapable to do the job, which tells me he's not doing the job, which tells me DEI hires are doing the job of the president of the United States. That's a non-starter. They gotta stop. Or else Nashville is just one of many. And I, you know, I prayed last night. I pray that tomorrow isn't, or the first, sorry, that's uh Saturday, isn't violent. But I don't have hopes for that. I I don't. Not with what happened in Kentucky last night. Because the difference between J6 and what happened in Kentucky State House and other State House is that J6 was resoundingly condemned. Kentucky last night and the shooting of Christian children was excused or completely ignored. And that's that's just bad. So this wraps up another episode of Flower Politics Podcast. Show with your family and friends. Go to 
SoundCloud, follow over Paul, tick with the K, Rumble, 482467, and email me at foppodcast at gmail.com. We will do our next podcast um, the 3rd of April, year of our Lord, 2023, be post my anniversary. Um, disconnect from all your devices, don't give the yeah, yes, and be safe out there. I will close the loop on the death. It is nine soldiers now. They had a press conference, um, but I'm not going to talk about it or show it until they've notified the parents or the family members because some are out of the country. So we're going to leave that be till the next show. As always, thanks for listening and take care.